0: Get on over to Smitty1.com and click on the Underdog Fantasy banner. Deposit a minimum of 10 bucks, and I'll give you a free phone call. We'll talk draft, trade, whatever you want. Go to Smitty1.com, click on the Underdog Fantasy banner, and make sure promo code Smitty's entered. Let's go. Welcome to the Week 4 Panic Chamber episode where we're going to take a look at some of the most doubted players, some of the guys I get the most DMs about, and text messages through my HeySmitty.com text line smitty what do i do with insert player here and we're going to talk about one of the most crazy ones i'm being asked about cd lamb what do we do with cd lamb i can't tell you how many times i'm getting asked that question on my own text line in the comments of videos everywhere dms on ig what do we do with cd lamb Do we put them in the panic chamber? I don't know. What do you think I'm going to say? We're going to take a look at all these players right here. The most common players I get asked about on a daily basis right now. Panic time. Panic is setting in everywhere. Are you panicked about a certain player? Do you want me to talk about your player in week five? Let me know in the comments below. Let's break down all of these players. Figure out if we're putting them in the panic chamber. The fantasy football show begins now. This is The Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running backs. You're watching The Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty! Take a lap. Panic Chamber. First up, let's talk about a guy they call. CD Lamb is cd lamb going in the panic chamber why on earth are people asking me smitty should i be worried about cd lamb or the most common question i get and i'm really shocked it's almost like these people know each other because the same phrase is being used I, i don't know if anybody's seen it somewhere the exact phrase people are asking me literally word for word is what do we do with C.D. Lamb. Literally word for word. My typical response, if I'm not calm and collective about it, is what do you mean what do we do with C.D. Lamb? We've only played three weeks of football. He blew up in week one. He didn't explode in week three, but he didn't do horrible. He was involved what do you mean what do we do with cd lamb he is nowhere near a player we put in the the panic chamber he's no panic zone player but because people are going Let, let's panic about cd lamb it's, what do we do with cd lamb because i'm being asked that question so much i know i know for a fact we could buy lamb for lamb chops, we can buy lamb very cheaply, people. Panic is amazing for fantasy football. It means we can buy low. He is what we call buy low material. He is what we call people freaking out. And now we have an avenue to go get a top five potential wide receiver at value ranges that are way below top five wide receiver value right now you can go trade a mike williams probably for cd lamb the way people are talking about him and throwing his name around a locket and something small a mike williams and maybe something small maybe you can't do it straight up but you could probably give a cordero patterson some window dressing Add it to a mike williams offer or a locket offer doing good at running back and you got chris carson sell him high for a cd lamb got an injured aj brown uh, people are panicking about him we'll go over A.J. Brown in a second, but maybe you can make somebody give you a, a CD lamb for A.J. Brown if you give him like a, a, a Brandon Cooks or something. Not doing well and have a guy like Cooper Cup, who we all like. I'm not saying sell Cooper Cup low or even medium, but if you're not winning, if you're not built to win, if you've done the inward look, the honest inventory on your squad and you know you can't win and you, you've got Cooper Cup or you've got Kyler Murray or even a Josh Allen who I don't want you to trade at all. But if you've got to trade, you've got to trade. Maybe, maybe you can go get a struggling Gibson, who people have, we'll talk about it in a second, in the panic chamber. Maybe you trade for a struggling lamb, who everybody's panicking about, and a struggling Gibson, and you trade away Kyler, or you trade away Cooper Cup. You divide Cup or Kyler into two very, very good pieces of fantasy football goodness. These are no slouches. CD Lamb, no, sir. We're going to put him in the safe zone in the corner right here, tucked away nicely. You are safe. And we're moving on to the next player named Montgomery. Is Montgomery in the panic chamber? Yes, he is. As is his boy, A Rob. Look. These Bears look awful. And we thought maybe Fields getting in the lineup would inject some excitement and production, but that wasn't the case in Week 3. Granted, I still feel like this could turn around, and I think Fields might be talented enough, but is Nagy going to hold back Fields from developing? Is Nagy going to hold back this offense? He's calling plays. What an ironic set of circumstances. Matt Nagy is announced The play caller heading into 2021, panic kind of sets in. We all know what that could mean. And the bears fall apart, dissolve before our very eyes. You're damn straight. Monty and A-Rob go in the panic chamber and I'm locking the key until further notice. Monty and A-Rob, you have just been sentenced to the panic chamber. Next up on the docket for sentencing into the panic chamber or not, Calvin Ridley. Everyone seems to be panicking on this man. In most people's eyes, he's sitting in the panic chamber. But no, not for me. Not after three measly weeks of football, we're ready to determine that Calvin Ridley's a bust or we're too worried about the Falcons' offense. Look, they're going to be throwing from behind all year. That's good news for Calvin Ridley. Kyle Pitts hasn't got going yet. We're going to talk about him in one minute and whether he deserves to be in the panic chamber or not but Ridley's gonna be fine he may not be blowing up but he's got in terms of targets 8 10 and 11 receptions 5 7 and 8 he's got one TD he could be doing better but if anybody thinks I'm down on him they're gonna be really shocked when I tell them he could be in the top one to three overall at the end of the year come week 17's end Calvin Ridley is the best by a low Wide receiver, maybe outside of the man right behind Javante and AB that's hiding in the corner, Diggs. We'll talk about Diggs in a minute. You can probably tell he's not going to be in the panic room by the, the way I'm talking him up. But Ridley and Diggs, maybe DK. There are no better buy lows walking into week four. So Ridley, my friend, you're going nice and safely into the corner, nestled away ready for a breakout week four ridley you're good pal you are safe i think i just answered the question for digs no while everybody wants to shove him into the panic room josh allen's back and just like josh allen returning to everyone's good graces after one week in week three he was on everybody's panic list people were throwing josh allen into the panic chamber after weeks one and two now they love him now everybody's back on the Josh Allen train all it takes is one week for everybody to return to their favorite player and Stefan Diggs give him a 2TD 140 game which could happen at any moment could happen in week 4 then your buy low opportunity say goodbye to that out the window and then everybody loves Diggs in the top 5 go forward Diggs is not in the panic chamber he's nestled away nice and safely in the corner here Diggs my man you are good. You are safe. I've talked about DK. You know how I feel. Behind Diggs, behind Ridley, maybe tied with Ridley, there is no better go-get. By-low player heading into week four before his value returns to form. Lockett's been going crazy. What do you think defenses are going to do when it comes to Lockett and DK? Do you think they're constantly looking at DK? Or do you think they're now going, we've got to slow down Lockett. He's done it for three straight weeks. Let's go lock down, lock it. What do you think that's going to do for DK? DK won't be anywhere near anybody's panic chamber. Entering week five, DK, you are good to go. You are JT, you know, I'm going to tell you to go get JT at the right value. I'm going to tell you to go get JT if you are in a world of hurt and you can't win the way your team is built right now. JT would be a buy low and let me explain why but let me start off by saying JT unfortunately pal you are in the panic chamber lock him in turn the key JT wait a minute Smitty you just said trade for him what are you talking about Smitty he's in the panic chamber like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He is a pan- he is the definition of a player we are panicking on to an extreme degree. It's because of that panic that you should be able to buy him at panic chamber pricing, which I might remind you is like, way more than almost half off and in those scenarios where I painted the picture of your team can't win you need something crazy you've got Cooper Cup or Kyler but you've got nothing else going on on your team it's a big trash can bin a big upper decker that's what's going on you have to make a move guess what JT is in the panic chamber JT can be bought very cheaply you can get JT and Ridley or JT and Lamb or JT and DK or Diggs, either one, maybe JT and a B for one player and that might be able to save your season. It's not an easy thing to trade away a guy you like like Cup or Locket. or Mike Williams who's going crazy right now and if you don't take advantage of selling high on Mike Williams, I don't know how to train you any better at fantasy football buy low sell high type stuff like Mike Williams is the definition of you go see what you can get it's called testing the trade waters it's not called me telling you Mike Williams won't deliver it's called testing the trade waters and if the trade waters are gentle if the trade waters are giving if the trade waters are kind you can turn a Mike Williams into a hurt AJ Brown and Gibson For a Mike Williams and player that you don't really care about, like Cordero Patterson, who's doing okay on your bench, that's what buying low and selling high is all about. JT, living in the panic chamber doesn't mean we're not interested in buying him low in the panic chamber. We're getting this man practically at layaway type prices. An IOU, this guy costs nothing right now. But he needs to be in the panic chamber. He needs to cost nothing because he's an ultra big risk. He's an injury risk. His offense is crap. They're not moving the football down the field. But out of all the crap situations going on right now, out of all the players that look like they're in a world of hurt, a downhill steamroll effect where how the heck are they going to climb back up the hill and produce? JT is probably one of the better candidates to be a good late finisher like he did last year. Does anybody remember everyone giving up on JT and then mid-season he turned it on? Expectations were ultra high for JT. He failed. Not only did he not get on the field, he failed when he got on the field. He disappointed everyone. Then he turned it around and blew up. Why do you think I doubted JT so much walking into 2021? I got a big sense that this guy was going to disappoint again. He feels disappointing. Sorry, JT. He just does. And... When people hit rock bottom like that, the pressure is not on them. The offense will probably figure out ways to move the football down the field as they go through the season. He can definitely be a late season league winner if people take advantage of this and buy him at rock bottom. Panic chamber price tags. AB, I'm not worried about AB. Why is everybody DMing me right now or texting me on my heysmitty.com text line going, hey, what do I do with AB? The same phrase being used with CD Lamb. What do we do with AB? What do you think we do with AB? We start AB. AB was everybody's favorite wide receiver one that no one saw coming, or I saw it coming. I knew he was gonna be this good when I drafted him. He was a wide receiver one, walking out of week one. He only played one other week. In week two, he didn't deliver. And you're telling me he goes from wide receiver one in week one, a gold mine, to one week, and then a COVID week, which wasn't really his fault. He's on the COVID list, the injured reserve list, comes back for week four. He's only played one bad week in between his breakout week one and now, and he's a panic for everybody? People are putting him in their personal panic chamber? Well, not me. He's tucked away, all nice and warm and cozy in the corner here, and AB, you're good to go, pal. You are in safe. i a fine low at every turn. Javante, put him in the panic chamber if you want. I warned everyone, he could blow up in week one or could take until week five. It's not my fault people heard that, but didn't really absorb it. So it's like, yeah, 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 Smitty, I got it, I got it, Smitty. Yeah, 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 I dropped it, I drafted Javante, I, I listened to you. I get I get it, I got it, it, I get it. He might not play until week five, fully, six. I get it, but he could play week one, right, Smitty? And yet, when it happens that it unfolds the way where you have to wait. It's like panic time. No one can accept. No one's patient at all. No one can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And this guy right here is still a top 6-10 to 10 running back per start. We just We just don't know when. And for right now, he goes over in the corner. You can buy him low. I'm not panicking because I never expected him to be a top 5 running back in weeks 1, 2, or 3. There was a hope that he would get going early. He didn't. So we wait, and eventually I believe he will blow up. You are safe. Gibson, same thing with JT here. This is not going to be easy to hear if you're a Gibson owner, especially when I'm talking him up as far as like a good trade target. But Gibson, you are in the panic chamber, pal. Lock the key. But like with JT, it makes him a good value proposition when you're trying to go attack a running back and digs. A running back and Ridley. A running back and Lamb. A running back and AB. A running back and AJ Brown. Particularly AJ Brown because people want to get rid of AJ Brown right now. Like I said earlier, you might be able to take advantage of getting an AJ Brown who's hurt with Gibson and give up like a Chris Carson to somebody that that looks at the stats and says, Oh, I love what Chris Carson is doing. Give me, give me Carson. I need a running back. I don't even know when I can use AJ Brown. Here, take AJ Brown. Take Gibson for Carson, and for A.J. Brown, give me back a Brandon Cooks. Carson and Brandon Cooks, I'll take Gibson and A.J. Brown. Maybe you won't, I will. Panic Chamber or not, he's a good buy low. Jalen Hurts, I mean, we got to put him in the Panic Chamber, but only because I feel like the Eagles are capable of benching him. Prematurely, We've seen it before. You can't sit there and go, Smitty, they won't bench him. What do they got? They've done it before. They benched him last year. And I know that was Peterson, but you have a coaching staff and organization that has refused to back their boy, Jalen. Time and time again, we hear news about them exploring trade opportunities, trading up in the draft. So much public doubt has been casted around this coaching staff and organization connected to Jalen Hurts without any of it being shot down. It would not shock me at all if they gave up on Hertz prematurely. I do believe that Hertz's upside will shine through, his talent will shine through. And for that reason, he is also like JT and Gibson, a goodbye low while inside the panic chamber environment. When you're in the panic chamber club, you can be had for pennies on the dollar. And if you've got Kyler and you can't win, I can't preface enough. Are you watch, do you watch the games? If you need to trade, if you can't win, maybe you trade Kyler. For Hertz and a DK Metcalf. Maybe you get AJ Brown and Gibson and Hertz for Cordero Patterson and Kyler Murray. Maybe you can trade a Tom Brady or a Stafford for Hertz and a Javante Williams or an AB or a Ridley. Explore it. If you need a trade, explore Jalen Hurts and his value that he currently has. Inside the panic chamber, AB, there's reason to panic if you're like 0 and 3, but not in general. We're gonna buy him low where we can. Probably could be out multiple weeks, but we'll see. If we find out he's out four or five weeks, we will need to readdress that. One thing that worries me about AJ Brown right now, we'll address it later as more info comes out, but he said something on IG the other day, like, everything happens for a reason, there's always a plan. And while I love that attitude, and I agree with him, it sounded like a statement you make when you're out for a significant amount of time, so that worries me. But for right now, I'm not panicking, I'm not selling low, I'm buying low. You are AJ safe. Brown, you're okay. Kyle Pitts, look, no one should have drafted Kyle Pitts in the third and fourth round of redraft. It was so uncomfortable to watch. And while everybody's now regretting it and they're putting him in their personal panic chamber, I'm not going to panic on him. I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to come in and buy him at the regular price tag value that he should have been going for on draft day, which is like round six, seven. And you know what? People that drafted him are going to absolutely hate him even more not only did the guy that draft pits not get what he wanted and he can't stand Pitts right now he wants him off his team get him off my team if he turns it around they're gonna hate him even more because they invested in him didn't believe in him got rid of him and then he did what they thought he could do he's gonna be up and down he's a rookie but you're gonna buy him at panic chamber pricing and you're gonna get a guy that will play really good he won't be ultra consistent he'll be all over the map but he will be a great buy low heading into week Number four. Are safe. Other players worth mentioning, Cooper Cup. You can kind of get a little panicked about him. I don't think he's panic chamber material, but maybe you look at buying him low and selling high, depending on your situation. Damian Harris is probably panic chamber material. And as for Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook, look, we got to wait and find out what's going on with their injuries, but it looks like Dalvin Cook is trending to maybe play week four. We'll know more. You'll find more out on my show tomorrow. And you can join me every Tuesday and Thursday, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk about this situation with Cook and McCaffrey. McCaffrey probably out another two to three weeks. They didn't put him on IR, which means they probably were hopeful that he could come back within three or four weeks or within three weeks. But I want football on Wednesdays, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. The Panthers may want him back, but they're 3-0. They've got a couple good matchups coming up and if they can rest him, they'll rest him. They don't want what happened last year to happen this year. So I think if anything, McCaffrey's more likely to be out longer than anybody wants him to be out, than to come back early. But we can address that later. It certainly casts a panic-type shadow over McCaffrey right now, but if you have Hubbard and you need to, because I told you to, then you're probably okay for right now. But if you don't have Hubbard, you might need to make a trade, break McCaffrey up into a doubted Gibson and DK Metcalf right now before week four while you still can. Bring those kind of questions to my my show tomorrow, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm live every Tuesday and Thursday on the channel. I have a big announcement tomorrow regarding the show. Make sure you tune in for that during my live stream from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern. Order my text advice at heysmitty.com. And until then, get out of here before I put you in the panic chamber. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Smitty. Running back You're watching the fantasy football show. Hey, i Smitty. <laughs>